Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for today's gospel comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 5, as you heard a few moments ago. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, what are you going to do with your life? This might be a question many of us heard in our younger days. Whether it was when you were in high school and someone was trying to help you figure out if you were going to go on to more school, university, or if you were going to go and get a job somewhere. This question may have also been asked of you five years later by your parents after you were still in the same position, not having gone to university or gotten a job. Some of you are young enough that maybe that question hasn't come up yet. And yet, some of you are long past this question being asked, because your answer is, I'm retired. I don't have to think about that. But maybe, just maybe, there's a place for this question for all of us today. When was the last time you thought about what you're going to do with the rest of your life? In today's readings, there are two instances of people being called by God. The first is in the Old Testament of Isaiah, and the second is in the Gospel of Luke. What's interesting is that each of these men, Isaiah and Peter, both had the same reaction to seeing the Lord. Isaiah says, Woe is me, for I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. And Peter says, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Two people who confess their sinfulness, unworthiness, about being in the presence of the Lord. But both of them end up being called by God. Isaiah's goes like this. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am, send me. How many of you remember these words, this call by God, hearing it before? Pretty famous call by one of the most famous prophets in the Bible. Peter's is a little different, though probably just as famous, if not more so. Because who doesn't remember that Jesus told the fishermen? that they were going to start fishing for men and women. How many of you remember these words, this call by God, having heard it before? And because Peter's is probably more famous, I want to focus on that call for today. So here's Peter, a fisherman, with his brother Andrew, and James and John are in another boat nearby because they're partners in the business, and Jesus is teaching by the lake of Gennesaret. But the crowds are getting so close, it's like a middle school dance. They're not leaving any room for the Holy Spirit. So Jesus gets away from the people, gets into Peter's boat, and teaches them from the water. Another name for the lake of Gennesaret, by the way? The Sea of Galilee, of course. Here's a recent picture of it. I've been on that lake, no big deal, but I'll keep making a big deal of it by mentioning it and showing pictures. After Jesus finishes teaching, 
he tells Peter to go fishing. Peter is like, we haven't caught anything all night, but since you're the random guy that got into my boat, I might as well listen to you. As you heard, they catch so many fish, the nets start to break. They bring in another boat, James and John, and then the boats begin to sink. They're so full. That's when Peter says to Jesus, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Obviously, Jesus isn't just some random guy that got into his boat. But here is Peter, seeing how unworthy he is in the presence of the Lord. But that's okay. Jesus still calls him to be a fisher of men. And Peter goes on to do wonderful things and never needs to hear Jesus tell him to go and fish for people again. Well, that's not entirely true. Let's fast forward to after Jesus rises from the dead. No, no, no. Let's rewind a little bit to before Jesus dies. Jesus has been arrested and is brought to Caiaphas' house, and Peter follows him there. Then, not once, not twice, but three times Peter is called out for being a follower of Jesus, and three times Peter denies it. Three times Peter rejects the call that Jesus had given him to follow him, to fish for people. The rooster crows and Peter remembers the words of Jesus and he goes out and weeps bitterly. Now let's fast forward to after the resurrection. Jesus is put to death and because he's God, he rises from the dead. Everything changes. Or does it? Well, what's Peter doing after the resurrection? Let's go back to the Sea of Galilee. Because we see Peter fishing for people, right? No. He's fishing for fish. If everything changes after the resurrection, why is Peter back to his old way of life? Did he think he was no longer worthy to be a disciple of Jesus, a fisher of men, because of his rejection, denial of Jesus? And that's why he's gone back to fishing? Regardless, it would appear that Peter has given up that first call. Which is unfortunate because this is now the second time we've seen Peter fish all night. And the second time we see him catch nothing. And the second time that Jesus appears to him and says, cast the nets. And the second time they catch too many fish for their one boat. Peter? Lousy fisherman. Jesus? Great fishermen. Then they share a breakfast of fish and bread that Jesus prepared. Now there's a fish from the Sea of Galilee called the St. Peter fish. We ate it. Maybe this is what Jesus catches here too. Who knows? Let's just say that basically we ate a fish Jesus caught while in Israel. So the disciples and Jesus have this meal. And then Jesus says to Peter, Not once. Not twice. But three times, Simon, son of John, do you love me? It would probably be impossible for Peter to not think of his own denial, rejection of Jesus three times. As Jesus says the third time, 
do you love me? And if it's possible that Peter does not think he is worthy to be a disciple because of his sin and has given up that first call to fish for men, Jesus is going to call him again. And that's where he says, feed my sheep. Yes, catch them and feed them. Three times Peter rejects Jesus, rejects the call. Three times Jesus restores, forgives, calls again. And here, this call to feed Jesus' sheep happens at the waters of the Sea of Galilee. Maybe it's the exact same spot where Jesus called Peter the first time. And that's why Peter can't catch any fish there. Jesus needs to do it for them. Imagine all of this coming full circle for Peter. From Peter's first interaction with Jesus, telling Jesus to leave because he's a sinner, yet still getting the call at the Sea of Galilee, to Peter's rejection of Jesus three times, and then being restored three times, and called again at the Sea of Galilee. And Jesus tells Peter, follow me. Jesus has plans for Peter because the church will grow and Peter will be the one to give them food, spiritual food, the word of God. So guess who's going to preach at Pentecost, the moment the Holy Spirit comes upon the disciples so they can speak in other languages? That's right. It's Peter. And what can he do other than bear witness to what God has done through Jesus? I told you to imagine all of this coming full circle for Peter because I think you can imagine it. And that's because the truth is, we are all Peters. We've all been called by God. Peter himself writes that we have been called out of darkness into God's marvelous light. That also means we have all lived in the darkness. And that darkness is sin. Sin that we're born with, original sin, that has been passed down to all of us from Adam and Eve. And actual sins, the sins that we actually commit, all the things that we do that go against God's call for our life. And just like Peter, we, in our sin, have rejected, denied Jesus. Maybe it's been a clear denial like Peter. Hey, do you know Jesus? No, 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 no. I I don't know the man. Or maybe it's been a more subtle rejection, like, oh, how about every time we sin? Every time we sin, we're rejecting God's call for our life to to live perfectly, follow his commands perfectly. Every time we choose our way over God's, we're saying that we know what's best for our life more than God does. And we're rejecting him and his infinite wisdom. Every time we give into temptation, we're denying God's ability to help us overcome temptation. This is what we as sinners do. We deny. We reject God. And unfortunately, it's who we are. And what's even worse is that what we deserve for all of our rejecting, all of our denial, all of our sin is death. And not just physical death, punishment, but eternal death. Hell. 
What we deserve for denying God is to be denied by him. Hey, God, do you remember me? Sorry, I don't know you. And that's exactly why Jesus came, to reverse the curse of sin and death, to call us out of darkness into his marvelous light, to restore us for every time we have sinned, rejected, denied God. And Jesus did this by being rejected by those he came to save. He was beaten, tortured, and nailed to a cross. The perfect Son of God was put to death, but it was all a part of his plan to save the world, to save you, and to save me. He did it in order to restore us, redeem us, give us forgiveness, and give us salvation. And his resurrection proved that he defeated sin, death, and the devil once for all time. And for all who believe, we are no longer looking at eternal rejection. We are looking at full acceptance, an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade because of Jesus' death and resurrection. And then we who have been called out of darkness into God's marvelous light can proclaim the excellencies of God. We can go and be fishers of men. We can go feed God's sheep using his word through the power of the Holy Spirit at work in us. That brings me to my final question. Where are you today? And you can think of answers like Peter's stages. Do you hear the call to be a disciple for the first time today? Are you right now receiving Jesus' invitation to follow him? Or maybe you're feeling like you're not worthy to be a disciple. You are in the presence of God, and you just don't think you belong because of all your sins. Maybe you've received the call, heard it, but sin has gotten in the way, and you've gone back to your old way of life. Maybe you're back to living with your denial, rejection, sin. Or maybe you're being restored today. Maybe you're hearing Peter's story as your own. You're not worthy, but that there is forgiveness. Just like there was for Isaiah in the Old Testament and Peter in the New Testament. Or maybe you're hearing that call again today. You've heard it before. You've strayed, and you're hearing it again. Or maybe you're living life as a disciple of Jesus, just like Peter, after he was restored. Who knows where you're at? I don't. Maybe you don't. But God does. And so we go back to the original question. What are you going to do with your life? That might look different for each and every one of us, depending on your answer to the previous question. But what is the same is that we've all been called by God out of darkness, out of our sin, to be his children, to know his love, and to receive his forgiveness and salvation. We've all been called to faith, and faith saves us 
so that when we say, Jesus, remember me, he will say, today you will be with me in paradise. Amen. Now the peace of God which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen.